Welcome to the Career Change Podcast, where you'll discover the frank and practical advice and resources that are already proven to work in the real world when it comes to changing careers or figuring out what business is right for you when you are a smart but likely also stuck, overwhelmed or overthinking person in your mid-30s, your 40s, your mid-50s. I'm your host, Ricky Hansen, a career change advisor, entrepreneur and former corporate HR professional with over 15 years experience of helping thousands of people just like you identify Identify or create careers or businesses that are both meaningful and future-proof. Welcome home. Hey, it's Ricky Hansen here. Welcome to episode 24 of the Career Change Podcast. Let's talk about how to worry, but how to worry constructively and highly selectively, and how to make worrying worth it. You know how to get a proper ROI on worry. And I also want to talk about getting out of holding patterns, you know, encouraging you to revisit choices that you might have made over the last year or so due to COVID or something else, you know, putting your transition on hold because you thought that that would help you avoid worrying. But if you're like most people, you probably ended up worrying anyway. And look, you didn't even get anything constructive out of that worrying, right? So what that means for a lot of you listening is that you're still stuck in holding patterns May you know, because of decisions you might have made last year, this year, and you're still stuck in a holding pattern, you're still worrying, and you're still stuck in that job or that career you so badly want to leave behind. So let's talk about worrying. Let's talk about revisiting some choices that you might want to choose differently after having listened to this episode. Because here's the thing about worrying. What you choose to worry about and what you decide to ignore, because it's not your personal problem, is a vital aspect of making a successful transition into a new job, into a new career, into a new business, no matter what's going on in the world. And now, because we're talking about worrying, let me just clarify what I mean. This podcast is specifically aimed at smart people in their 30s to their 50s who want advice and help with changing careers or starting their own business. So it is specifically worries related to that kind of transition that I'm talking about here. Okay. I cannot help you with nuclear warfare or anything like that. (laughs) So this is going to be about how to worry constructively as a career changer of a certain age by having a highly selective focus and having a highly selective focus is really key during these times when you're moving into, or when you're going through a period of transition and uncertainty, right? Both in your life and in the world. And why is this so important to talk about? It's so important to talk about because knowing what to worry about and what to ignore as a career change, as an aspiring career change, as an aspiring entrepreneur, it's so key because if you don't, if you're not aware of this, you end up giving up all of your mental energy. You end up giving all of your mental energy away to the black hole of social media scrolling or news coupling before you even get to your own issues, those you can actually do something about, right? Let's face it, the goal of any kind of media is to make any problem your personal problem right now. Have you noticed? Right? You probably especially have over the last year or two. So be careful Just because the world can seem like a buffet of worries to choose from right now, that doesn't mean that all of those worries have to have anything to do with your personal transition scenario, especially when also when the input and the commitment can still only come from you, right? No matter what. The perspective that you have on these things is so key. So what I want to do in this episode, I want to talk about how to choose wisely 
and powerfully and take your power back when it comes to where you are investing your mental powers and therefore your corresponding actions right now are doing times of immense change. And the approach I want to talk about in this episode is knowing how to effectively differentiate between destructive worrying and constructive worrying. You know, between having a pure problem focus and having a solution focus. And in this episode, I want to share with you a highly concrete tool or test, as I call it, that you can apply immediately. And it's what I call the worry constructively test. (laughs) As in, is this your personal problem that you can solve right now or not? And it's a test that's really been a sanity saver for my clients um, over the last year, especially last 18 months. So I think you'll find it super helpful as well, especially right now, you know, during these current times, we have even more to worry about. You layer things like a pandemic or whatever is going to come next, depending on you listen to this, right? On top of going through a career transition, there's always going to be something to worry about. So let's learn how to worry constructively. And because cognitive overload is a real thing right now, but it's also something we're going to learn to live with going forward, right? This, it, it, what I find really interesting that especially during COVID times, people were so like, oh, we just want to go back to normal with more predictability. But here's the thing, this whole thing of knowing, thinking that we know or can predict where the future bring, that is a very modern concept. So what I recommend that we do instead, we focus on learning to keep creating our life's work, to keep going with our transition even during periods of ongoing uncertainty, ongoing change, because that's really the state of the world. And it will be, it'll continue to be ongoing periods of massive change is the way it is now, right? So let's talk about how to deal with that rather than wishing that things were different. And there are two scenarios I want to talk about that I've been talking to a lot of people about recently that that very much illustrate how people respond to worries to do with their career change or their business. And it's something I've observed with a lot of aspiring career changers, a lot of aspiring entrepreneurs, a lot of discussions both on and offline, you know, doing, but I especially want to think about just, you know, during COVID times because it illustrates it really well. So I very much see two camps that formed last year after the pandemic happened. And I want to talk about in this episode how a lot of people are just kind of stuck with their initial pandemic response and they're still in holding pattern, you know, months down the line. So the sort of camp number one I've seen a lot of people deciding to fall into, consciously or unconsciously, is the kind of let's wait and see what happens, right? With the result that they just worried about what was happening. And that's very much a lot of people, they kind of decided to put their transition and hold and waited and see. And But actually what happened is they just waited and worried. And here you are months, months, months down the line. It's worth asking whether it's time to make a different decision. But I also saw another camp, and obviously those are a lot of the people that I work with, who decided what they really wanted and then committed to keep creating it no matter what. They've actually changed careers or started their business whilst other people are still in that holding pattern. Now, I just want to be clear, I am not talking about people here who had to put their transition on hold due to deeply traumatic or severe impact of the pandemic. If that's you, you can skip this episode. That's not what we're talking about, right? We're talking about people who weren't massively impacted by the pandemic. And here's the interesting thing, 
you know, of camp one, put your transition on hold, wait and worry, wait and see what happens versus deciding what you really want and commit to keep creating it. Here, here's the interesting thing about those choices that unless you revisit it, the choice you made last year or at some stage this year, here's what I've observed. You know, time has passed for both people and people in the first camp, they're still stuck. They're still waiting. They're worrying even more. They're still in that holding pattern. And again, people in that second camp, They've actually changed careers or started their own business, even with the pandemic going on. The same amount of time passed for both camps, the same world for both camps, and they'll continue to be like that. So what matters is that you personally decide what you want to use the time for. What if this episode was your reminder to decide that you're actually going to use your time wisely and powerfully because time is going to pass anyway, no matter what's going on in the world. So just check in. What choice have you actually made over the last year with your transition? Did you really recommit and kept going and made it happen? Or did you kind of put it on hold and got into this really kind of unhelpful holding pattern where you stopped and and you're still stuck? And let me ask you a frank question if that was you. How does that make you feel when you actually decided to put your transition on hold? Did it make you feel more worried or less worried, right? And is it time to make a different choice, a more empowering choice for you? Here's, here's, um, I obviously talk to a lot of people about this, right? So here's what a lot of people in camp one, you know, the, the, the stay stuck, you know, put things on hold, you know, wait and worry, wait and see. Here's what a lot of them have told me about their choice and their corresponding worries. The people who sort of decided to wait and see what happens, the result actually was they didn't worry any less. They actually worried more because now they actually had a lot less meaningful things to focus on. They felt like they had no input, no agency. They got a lot of stress scrolling habits, you know, gobbled up loads of information, or they escaped into the Netflix and chocolate biscuits, right? And that might have been great for a month or two or three, but we know now, you know, I'm recording this in late summer 2021. We know now this lasted for a long time, but a lot of people didn't change their behavior. They sort of just kept those decisions going, those bad habits. So maybe it's time to revisit, right? There's only so much Netflix you can watch before worries start creeping in. There's only so much social media you can do before you really get that cognitive overload that's got no return on investment. So let's be clear. What this time has shown is that putting your transition on hold, it is not a cure for worrying. You still worry, but you worry about things that don't matter, that don't give you any return on investment because you have no filter for what to do with your worries. And if that's you, again, I'm really happy that you decided to listen to this episode, right? Because I really want to encourage you to make a different choice so you can actually feel better and more powerful and make worrying bloody worth it and actually get something out of it right? Because the other camp, the people who decided to really focus on what they really wanted and committing to it and keep creating it no matter what. Yes, for some of them, the timeframes were longer. They might have to be more creative with their plans. But for others of them, what I've seen definitely with several of my clients is that suddenly things actually moved a lot faster. They could make that transition happen a lot faster, launch that business faster because of what was happening in the world. But they still kept going. Because here's the difference, Whilst you can't control the world, what you always can control is the input that you have to making your dreams come true. And what you can absolutely always control is your commitment to making those dreams come true, right? You might just have to be more flexible with your timeframes, with your plans, and maybe also be open to the fact that it might even happen faster and maybe it happens slower, but you will keep going because you want proper return on investment on the time that you've been given here.
right? And also the choice to recommit, to really focus on what you wanted to keep going, that makes you feel powerful and in control. And it also means that you don't have to rely solely on others' interpretation for what's going on because you know what you want and you're going to make it happen. And you also realize that what you can always control is your commitment, right? And here's the thing. Loads of people have still changed even that just because you keep going with your transition, of course, you're still going to have worries, but you can put those worries in context. You have a very powerful frame for dealing with those worries. Whereas people who stayed stuck, they just, you know, what frame do you even worry, put your worries through? Okay. So my recommendation is very, very clear. I want you to be a creator of what you want to happen next rather than a bystander. I want you to focus on the input that you can control. The fact that you keep going, you keep creating, that surely beats being on the sideline, being a consumer of how other people interpret what's going on in the world, right? Don't be a bystander who keeps putting their career transition, their life on hold. Be someone who is a creator of what happens next because that is up to all of us right now. And here's, when I say keep going, we're not talking about some kind of binary thing as in, oh, you got to keep going to exhaustion. I think if there's one thing we've learned, (laughs) I definitely have raising my hand here, you know, especially through these COVID times is that it's not a matter of all or nothing, all the big rest, the big pause. No, it's not a matter of pausing, then coming back. It's a matter of building restoration and and breaks and recovery into your day-to-day life, making sure you don't overwork, making sure you get the, the right nutrition, the right rest, building breaks, not overworking. So this is not a matter of all or nothing. Even my clients and myself who kept going, it's still a matter of making sure you're not the Martha who's going to kill yourself on that, but that you build in breaks. You care about what you feel like and you take really good care of yourself. So it's not about keep going to exhaustion is about keep going in a sustainable manner, okay? And here's my advice, and not just during times like these, but in general, when you have a choice to make, always make the choice and choose an approach that makes you feel powerful and grounded and co-creative, right? You actually, you can still keep going, you can still keep creating, a lot is still up to you, versus choosing a holding pattern that's exhausting because, Now you have nothing meaningful to go for and potentially no filter to put your worries through. So you rely a lot more on other people's interpretation about what's going on, right? And here's the thing. If you are the person listening who put your transition on hold, have you noticed that the longer you actually put your transition on hold, the harder it is then to get back on the horse and to get going again, right? So if you're someone, again, who's put your transition on hold and you're still in that holding pattern and you're not happy with that result and you actually worry even more than you would have if you continue your transition, then is it time to make a different choice and to start behaving differently? That's what I really encourage you to think about, right? Because the time will pass anyway. You might as well get something out of it, something meaningful, which it is when you continue with your transition, because then that's the meaningful lens that you can view whatever is going on in the world through. And if you haven't heard this quote before, I want to share with you again, because it's one of my favorite, favorite quotes. Never give up on a dream just because of the time it'll take to accomplish it. The time will pass anyway. Earl Nightingale, right? Things will take time. But it's also, time is also the only thing that allows you to create your career change, your business. So how are you going to use this crazy time in the world we're going through? 
Are you going to use it wisely and powerfully to create something? Or are you just going to use it to worry and stay stuck with nothing to show for it anyway? So let's talk about a tool or a test, like the worry constructively test or the worry constructively tool that a lot of my clients have told me have very much helped them with their sanity and their worrying, especially during this pandemic time. But it's something I've been using for years because let's face it, there's always been something to worry about. It's just that right now we're all worrying about very much similar things, right? And also to be clear, this worry constructively um, test is not about how to deal with monster-sized worries like climate change or cyber warfare. This is about how to deal with those niggly worries that you personally encounter and that you somehow decide is going to impact your personal career change or business journey and that you will worry, will derail or put an end to it. So it's those kind of really nasty worries where you come up against them and you wonder whether they're showstoppers, they're those kind of niggly grinding away at your worries. So when those kind of worries, they catch up with you. Here is what I want. You know, when you fall into the worry trap, here is what I want you to ask yourself. This is the worry constructively test question. First of all, I want you to ask, can I personally do something about it? This particular worry, can I personally do something about it right now or very soon? Can I find a solution or only worry about the problem? If your answer to the question, can I personally do something about it right now or very soon is no, then it's a worry, right? It is literally just a worry. So it's not a personal problem for you to solve. It's not your mountain to climb. You need to let it go because if you keep grinding away of that, it becomes destructive worrying, right? It becomes rumination. Rumination is one of the most damaging things you can go to get to yourself because you just ruminate and ruminate, but you don't go into solution mode. You stay in problem focus mode, right? So if the issue is one that there is no way that you're personally able to solve it either right now or very soon, that's destructive worrying. And if you don't let that go and learn how to emotionally regulate yourself or in more extreme or personally very important to you, cases instead choose to financially or politically support those who can do something about it it'll eat away at your progress your confidence your momentum so you want to be very careful that is a worry and it's a worry that will give you absolutely no return on investment there's no way it's going to help you create that career change create that business you need to let that go on the other hand if you ask the question again can i personally do something about this worry right now or soon can I find a solution or only worry about the problem? If you actually personally right now or very soon can do something about it, then it's not a worry. Then it's a problem that you can personally solve. And that means you can move into solution focus. It becomes a solution finding exercise, solution opportunity, solution spotting. That is constructive worrying. That is constructive and meaningful use of your brain, of your energy. So you go into, okay, what can I make happen now? Or in the near future, you go into brainstorming mode, taking action mode, planning mode. It's constructive. It's building you up. It is constructive. It is building you up. It's supporting your career change. Okay. So that's what I want you to do next time you fall into worry mode to actually figure out, well, is it just a worry and a problem that you actually personally cannot do anything about right now or very soon? That is not worthy of your time, of your energy. You need to find a way to let that go and move on to really only solve and focus on those issues that you can find solutions to that can give you into solution focus, right? And what I also would say is, 
there's another way to also often tell the difference. Have you noticed that destructive worrying, it tends to happen horizontally, right? Destructive worrying, it rarely happens with a pen in hand. It rarely happens with post-it notes or calendars, right? It You're literally squarely focused on that massive problem, that massive worry, and you feel dwarfed by the size of the issue, right? It's vague, it's free-floating, it kind of slowly develops, turn into like a full-scale train wrecks. We all have those times, right? So tell yourself that you are not allowed to worry when horizontal. If you start doing that, you have to get out of bed, get the post-it notes, get the pen in hand, and you'll really realize there's nothing you can do about it. It's such a waste of your time. Versus constructive worrying is actually something concrete that you can set aside a time in your calendar and actually get something useful out of it. And it's not just aimed at chewing over things or worrying about them. It's actually about finding specific solutions for you. You've got the ability both to zoom in and zoom out. You're not dwarfed by it. And and also, here's the most important thing, what I'm talking about here. The solution focus that you have is directly related to your career change, to your business, and it's productive, it's constructive, it's problem solving, it's solution focus. It's about opportunities, solutions, people who can help you, ideas to try, who to call, right? And that's the productive use of your imagination and your creativity, right? This is so important. What I also suggest that you do, I have a worry time every day at 5 p.m. So if throughout the day or the night I actually have worries or things coming up, I actually put them on a post-it note and I put them on my desk and then I go through them at 5 p.m. That might sound like a tiny thing, but it'll change everything for you, right? And, 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 and this is a classic example, especially in COVID times has been for a lot of my clients where they potentially had a career transition idea that was a business that required in-person. And what I really saw there was for some people, it was like, oh my God, but now it cannot happen. And and now there's no point in me keep going. I'm going to put on hold and wait. Whereas for others, it's like, okay, so COVID means that I have to focus on online, an online business model, and then got really, really creative about that, thinking about what they could do. I cannot tell you the the, the, the clients I've had, especially during the really heavy COVID time, where we actually, at the end of the day, the business model we came up with as a result of COVID was so much better. It allowed them so much more freedom in terms of where they lived and how they worked. It was a lot cheaper to get off the ground because there weren't the same inventory or the same rents or things like that. So That's a classic example of something that could have been seen as a total showstopper, but actually there was something you could do about it, right? But this is really the question that I I want you to ask yourself, this sort of the, the worry properly test. Can I personally do something about it right now or very soon? Can I find a solution or only worry about the problem? You know, this is how you take your power back whenever, whatever is happening in the world. Is it really impacting your career transition personally right now? What you'll find is most of the time is not. There are still so many things that you can do and you should want to do because rather why worry about things that are out of your hands? Now, clearly, if you have a mental health issue, that's a different thing, but that is not what I'm talking about here. I'm talking about what you choose as a competent, smart adult to worry about. And, you know, I really want you to get into, this is 
This is something I always personally think about. I, I do have a history as a worry ward. Um, I have a mum who worries about everything and that's very much built into me. So this has been a journey I've been on myself. And I have found that whenever this happens to think, to actually ask myself out loud, okay, Ricky, can I personally do something about this right now or very soon? Can I find a solution or can I only worry about the problem? I am going to be really protective with my energy, depending on what my answer to that question is. Because you cannot... And especially you listening, if you're an aspiring career changer, you're an aspiring entrepreneur, and especially of a certain age, TikTok, we've only got so much time, so much energy. Be highly protective of what you choose to spend your energy worrying about versus actually finding solutions to. That will also mean that I highly, highly recommend that you are highly protective of whose interpretation and what kind of information you take in. All right? Remember, it's not like worries are going to go away. It's not like the world is going to be an easier place to live in. This is what it is. You know, COVID-19 might just be the warm-up band. It sure is the boot camp. So let's get used to not putting the things that truly matter on hold, but to keep going in a sustainable way and making sure we protect our energy, we protect our brain space as much as possible. Because like I said, there were two camps last year. There's still two camps now. Why would you not want to get the camp that actually got a return on investment of the kind of brain power and time in terms of how they spend it. So give yourself the gift of knowing when a problem is yours to solve so you can move from problem focus to solution focus and give yourself the gift of knowing that having a clear and meaningful focus, like wanting to change careers, like starting that business, like having that clear and meaningful focus, especially during uncertain times, it's actually the most powerful way of still making your transition happen no matter what. And for the things that truly are yours to worry about, to get something constructive and meaningful out of it versus just more worry and nothing to show for it. Okay, so thank you so much for listening. If you like what you hear, let me know. Come over to thecareerchangepodcast.com, sign up for the newsletter. I'm working on quite a few things in the background that you will be getting to know about soon. Now over to you. Is it time to get out of that holding pattern and into a really powerful, meaningful mission to change careers or to start that business? You now also have the worry constructively tool, the that test question that's really going to help you to make sure that every single minute that you invest in your transition is worth it and to be really, really protective about not giving energy and time away to something that is not going to support you or your transition. All right. So keep going, my friend. The time will pass anyway. Let's make it worth it. All right. See you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs>